Hey, welcome to the Church Home Podcast. My name is David, and I'm the CEO here at Church Home, and I'm so glad that you've joined us today. In just a moment, you're gonna hear an encouraging message around the person of Jesus and his love for you. But if we can serve you as a community in any way, we would love to do so. And the best way for that to happen is for you to actually chat with one of our pastors and get connected, which you can do on our website at churchhome.org or through the Church Home app. And if you've been impacted in any way by this podcast in your walk and journey with Jesus, we'd like to invite you to exercise your faith by actually contributing financially to help tell the story of Jesus across the globe alongside Church Home. You can do so by texting the word generosity to the number 97,000. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this message. Hey, Church Home, how are you? I pray and hope that you are well. Wherever you are in the world, thank you for joining us. Um, I am slightly giddy at the thought of sharing um, this message with you. And uh, this is a little unorthodox. I've asked for a pen and some paper. Uh, I think we even have a camera angle right down on the paper. I'm going to I'm going to write some things down um, in effort to reiterate, to help you and me even remember more the incredible ways of Jesus. Hey, if you're just tuning in and this is one of your first times checking us out, uh, I'm Judah, uh, married to my wife, Chelsea. We got three teenage kids. All three are teenagers now. That's crazy. And uh, we're committed to the way of Jesus and the person of Jesus. We want to live love and look like Jesus. I know it sounds like cliche, but um, nothing matters to me more than following the path, walking in the way of Jesus, which ultimately is the way of love and forgiveness. And we'll talk obviously, a little bit more about that. But um, I want to write down a word on this piece of paper. And when you look at this word, as it relates to Jesus, as it relates to worship, as it relates to uh, being godly, as it relates to being like Jesus, ask yourself, is is this the word that comes to mind? Here we go. Pray for my handwriting. Uh, kids, if you're watching, my kids always say, Dad, your handwriting is so bad. I'm like, no, it's not. It's just, it can be good when I want it to be good. But ask yourself, is this the word that you think of when I say, follow Jesus? Or I say, love God? Or I say, be a good person, whatever that means. Or I say, um, have you prayed? Do you read your Bible? Um, do you cuss? Like, well, we're not talking about cuss, you know, whatever. When, I mean, when you turned on the app today, when you're watching this, you know, were you looking for something easy? Probably not. This is what's so interesting is that this word, this English word, however you translate it in, in the language maybe that is native to you, it, it, this, I don't hear a lot about this. 
It's easy. But the title of this experience, this sermon, is The Easy Teachings of Jesus. The Easy Teachings of Jesus. Now, (laughs) if you're familiar at all kind of with Christendom and the whole uh, wonderful Christian community all over the world, uh, you would know then that just at the mention of that title, people are already, uh, how should I say, bristling. Wait, what? The teachings of Jesus are not easy. Well, I'm going to read you a scripture today where Jesus himself said that his teachings were easy. I'm being so serious. He literally said his teachings would be easy. And I just want to explore that for a few minutes. I'm hoping even in this format, writing a few things down, that wherever you are, that you'll use this content to engage in conversation, to engage in connection uh, with fellow community members or new friends, uh, maybe at your uh, favorite place for caffeine and coffee and tea, wherever you are, and you get an opportunity to talk about easy. Hey, do you, do you find the teachings of Jesus to be easy? Because he said it would be easy. Wait, what? I should say he said his teachings were easy. I've just been captivated with this lately. So, We're going to read this scripture together, Uh, one of my favorite quotes of Jesus in all of history, and it says this, and I'm reading from the message in Matthew chapter 11, Jesus is recorded saying this, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, Jesus says. By the way, If you're watching this right now and you're tired, worn out, burned out, this sermon is for you. I want to say it again. If you're tired, worn out, burned out, this sermon is for you. If you're not tired and you're not worn out and you're not burned out, uh, you are some of the rare people I've been interacting with lately. I mean, there's nearly everyone I talk to right now on planet Earth just feels a little worn out, a little burned out, a little tired, a little weary. This sermon is for you. Jesus says, come come to me. By the way, anybody out there, you're you're tired and you're you're burned out, you're worn out. He's like, no, no, come to me. I have an antidote. I, I have an answer. Get away with me, Jesus says. And then he makes this promise. Get away with me and you'll recover life. Do you need to recover life today? I mean, seriously. Do you need to recover life? Have you been betrayed? Have you been hurt? Do you feel a little bit discombobulated, disconnected, isolated? Do you need to recover life? Jesus says, come on, I'll help you recover life. You absolutely exhausted? Come on, I'm going to help you recover life. Wow. And he goes on and says, I'll show you how to take a real rest. (laughs) I mean, If this scripture, every time I read this scripture or teach on this scripture, it's just exhilarating. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Not just rest, real rest. Rest for your soul, one translation says. Soul rest. Oh man, we get all kinds of rest, but are we getting soul rest? That would be another title for this sermon. How to get soul rest. How do you get soul rest? 
Man, that would be, that'd be a pretty good book, actually. How do you get soul rest? Um, he goes on and says, so walk with me, work with me, and watch how I do it. I once heard the cadence in my head, ended up sharing it in a sermon years ago here, here in the community, but uh, walk with me, work with me, watch how I do it. That's how I hear it. Walk with me, work with me, watch how I do it. Walk with me, work with me, watch how I do it. That's, that's the goal of every day to me, to walk with my hero, to watch my hero, to work with my hero, Jesus. Walk with me, work with me, watch how I do it. Jesus goes on and says, learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Rhythmic. Does your life have rhythm right now? Or is it just offbeat? Is there any consistency, rhythmic? All the science, all the research and the data says that's it's good for the brain, good for the body. It's, it's necessary. You need that rhythm. Have you lost your rhythm? Have you lost your rhythm? Ah, oh, Judah, I never had rhythm. You know what I mean. Have you lost that consistent connection with God and relationships and friends? Jesus goes on and says, I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Freely and lightly. And I read from the message on purpose. And notice, Jesus says, I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Here's a commitment. I won't, Jesus says. I won't. Please hear this. You're going to follow Jesus. You are following Jesus. Considering following Jesus. Want more information about Jesus. Just know that when it comes to his leadership, he will not lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Guess what it says in another translation? He says, my yoke is easy. What is a yoke? And what does he mean by easy? Yoke is the actual teaching. It's the interpretation of the rabbi of the Torah and of the scriptures. Jesus is actually literally saying, my interpretation of the Torah is not heavy, ill-fitting, burdensome, It'll fit you perfectly. It will be, by definition, easy. What? Come on. I mean, lately, you ever said this before? Like, can anything be easy right now? Can I get a break? Can I catch a break? You ever been like that? Where you just like, everything seems to be difficult, challenging, and hard. Definitely had one of those seasons lately. It's like, is everything? Recently had a flat tire. And you're like, you got the flat tire and you're like, can anything be easy? You know, we want that easy button. There's a whole marketing campaign years ago in this country of a brand, and there's like the easy button. Just, can I just press the easy button? I bet you didn't think that you were going to hear from a preacher today how the way the teachings of Jesus are easy. Now, now, full disclosure, I got to tell you, you define easy and I define easy is not necessarily the definition of God for easy. But what Jesus teaches, the way Jesus invites us to walk, live, and love, he says that teaching is easy. In other words, it will fit you perfectly. Now, hold on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. We got to talk about this. 
easy? The teachings of Jesus are easy? How could they be easy? How could they be easy? For instance, okay, let's circle this word easy, and let's make a little connection here to the heart. Okay. The Bible says man looks at the outward, God looks at the heart. Jesus said in his teaching, for instance, about this little thing, it's wicked and deceitful above all else. Who can actually know it? And he goes on to say, he says, if, for instance, if you lust after someone in your heart, you have committed the act of immorality or adultery. <laughs> what? How is that easy? He said, how? What is? And that's what I want to describe in the next few moments. And we're not going to go much longer. That is the first half of my sermon. There it is. But I hope by now there's some tension in the room you're sitting in, the room you're listening in, the room you're thinking in. Maybe other people there. Maybe you're alone. Maybe you're driving. Maybe you're running. Maybe you're walking, getting your workout in. I'm honored to be your workout partner, right? This is the only workout I do right here. Um, but, but now we've built the tension. How can the teachings of Jesus be easy? And what could he possibly mean because, man, I could use something easy right now. The easy teachings of Jesus. Three observations that I think can be life-changing for you. I mean, honestly, life-changing for you. Here's how the teachings of Jesus are easy. Number one, I'm going to write down the word impossible. Here's Number one, here's how the teachings of Jesus are easy. Here it is. You ready? They're impossible. Yeah, that's it. The teachings of Jesus are easy because they're impossible. Wait, what? That's right. It is imperative for any of us to understand who are even have an inkling of a desire and an inclination towards studying and researching and understanding the ways of Jesus and the teachings of Jesus to understand the main objective of Jesus other than to simply reveal himself, the divine in physical, visible form. He was also trying to, and I shouldn't say trying, he was bringing his listeners to the end of themselves. One of the most important things I will ever share in our community is that, and I oftentimes insert this into sermons because it's imperative in understanding why Jesus teaches what he teaches. He wants all of his listeners to throw up their hands and say, impossible. That's right. That's right. By the way, this, it worked. He's really good at what he did. If he says, the law says, the Torah says, this is his yoke, this is his teaching of the Torah. The Torah says that if you physically commit the act of sex with someone you're not married to, that that is error and that is wrong. No, no, Jesus then shows up and says, no, no, but I say, if you even think about it, what? If you even think about it, it is the same thing as actually doing it. Well, that's not true in this country as, as it pertains to the law. The law is not into intent and heart and desire, and yet Jesus is. For instance, if you feel like you want to kill somebody, not to be crass or crude, that thinking or feeling, that, that won't get you in trouble in this country. Only the act. 
Jesus says, just the, just the thought is wrong and error and sin. Impossible. That's right. That's right. How are the teachings of Jesus easy? Because they're impossible, which means you can't do it. So you have to yield and surrender to the only one that can, and that's him. I can't do this, God. I know. You got to help me. I know. You can never leave me. I know. Are you always going to care? Yes. You promise? Yes. That's how it works. If you've ever read the Bible and thought, I could never do this. I'm not one of those people. Congratulations, neither am I. We can't, you can't, we can't, he can't, she can't. We, we can't. You won't be able to do it. But that's the point. God, I, I can't dictate and control this. It is bizarre. You ever had thoughts that just flat out scare you? You're like, Oh, I can't believe I didn't, I, I, I can't believe I just thought that. Like that is, it's impossible. It's impossible. His teachings are easy because number one, they're impossible, which means only he can fulfill them. So it requires complete and utter brokenness, surrender, and dependence to say, God, only you can do it. Number two, the teachings of Jesus are easy because the teachings of Jesus teach that you're covered. You're covered. They're impossible, so only he can fulfill. So you have to trust him that he will fulfill it. You get to admit, I can't do, I really can't do much of any of that. I just can't do it without you. Okay, impossible. Number two, his teachings say you're covered. I mean, completely and utterly covered. Completely covered. Now, there is a tradition and a thought that the only error, wrong, and sin that is covered with God is what you confess. Okay, if you don't confess it, it's not covered. Brothers and sisters, the teachings of Jesus are that you confess that it's impossible for you to fulfill them, and then you're covered. It's not that you remember everything you did from 1984 to 2001 to 2010, February of 89. No, that, that's not, that, no, it's, you're, you're covered. What am I saying? I am saying that even the intent and wayward desire and passions of your internal being that oftentimes feels like an uncontrolled body of water in total upheaval, that all of the intent desire that was air and wrong and simple is covered. But take it even further. Your future wrongs covered. Past, of course, covered. Present, of course, covered. My yoke is easy. His teachings are impossible. Only he can fulfill them. We trust him. And his teachings tell you and me that by what he would do on the cross, all of our error, wrong, and sin covered past, present, future. His teachings, they're easy. And lastly, and I conclude, number three, I like the sound of a Sharpie. It's good. <laughs> kind of feel like Bob Ross. If you know who he is, you know who he is. Always wanted to be. Check it out. Here's why the teachings of Jesus are easy. They're impossible. Only he can do them. He does them. We believe in him. We're covered. And lastly, his teachings tell us 
He takes residence on the inside of our soul. This is why his teachings are easy. He's not just disseminating information. This isn't just a glorified TED Talk. He's not just saying, do this, 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 and this, and whoever can do it all wins. That's not it at all. That's not the orientation. That is not the landscape. That is not the constructs that Jesus taught. He taught the most impossible way of living. He taught the most impossible way of thinking. He taught the most impossible way of planning. He talked about the most impossible way to treat human beings, to love people as much as you love yourself and maybe more, to forgive your enemies, to bless those who curse you. Impossible. The impossible teachings of Jesus, which he will fulfill. You are covered. And here's my favorite caveat in the whole thing. He says, my way is wild, isn't it? It's beyond that which you could ever perform, do, or accomplish on your own, isn't it? And you're like, yeah, man, like totally. He's like, I know, I'm going um, to live inside of you, and I'm going to help you do it. Now, if you grew up in Sunday school like I did, you know, the Sunday school teacher would always tell you, Jesus, uh, come in, ask Jesus to come into your heart. And I used to wonder, how does he get in there? It's so small. How does he get in my heart? But what it literally means is that his spirit, the spirit form of God, will be upon you and within you. He resides in you. The scripture says this, the same spirit form of God that raised God, that raised Jesus from the dead. Literally, when Jesus opened his eyes and sat up wrapped in linen in that rich man's tomb in the Middle East some 2,000 years ago, there was a spirit that brought him back to life. And the Bible says that same spirit is now in and upon you, resurrecting you every day every day, giving you energy, strength. Next time you're doing the thing you despise most that you do in your life, is it gossip, lying, cheating, lusting, whatever it is, declare that he lives upon you and within you, that you are completely covered. And living this life is impossible, but with man, it's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. The teachings of Jesus' church, they, they are easy. And don't you let anybody tell you different. Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. <laughs> I know it seems like, I don't know about you, but I've been in some educational environments where assignments and, and training and teaching were going on and all of it's going over my head, which is a term we use here in our country where it's just like none of it. I'm just like, whoo, whoo, whoo. I'm like, I have no idea. You ever been in a situation like that where like everyone's taking notes and it seems like everyone's understanding what this brilliant professor or teacher is sharing? And you're like, I, 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 I literally have no idea. So many people all over the world live like that in relationship to the teachings of Scripture. And if we're not careful, some guys and gals like me kind of perpetuate it by making it sound like you'll never know my vast knowledge of this book. But I'm here to tell you it's all impossible. It's all impossible. 
You need the superhero on your body, in your body, inside of you, enabling you and empowering, reminding you that what's impossible for you is possible for him, that you're completely covered and he'll never leave you nor forsake you. That's why we say the teachings, like how many times will he hold up the piece of paper? I am your Sunday school teacher today. But that's why we say the teachings of Jesus are easy. They're easy. I would imagine the best thing you could possibly do at the end of a sermon like this is let go and yield and say, God, I get it. I can't do this on my own. You paid the price for all of my air to be covered. And now you live within me, prompting me, leading me, guiding me. I surrender. And let the wonderful journey and way of Jesus unfold in front of you. I am telling you, what's ahead is going to blow you away. Can I pray for you? God, I thank you. It's so cool, which is such a trite word, but it's just cool. It's fun. It's enjoyable to rehearse who you are, what you teach, and what you provide. We love you. You're so incredible, God. Never met anybody like you, Jesus. If you're watching this this episode, you're watching this sermon, you're watching this talk, and you would like to receive this Jesus we speak of, well, here's what you have to do. Admit that you can't do anything and just receive the gift. I can't earn it, deserve it, warrant it, but I receive it. If you receive the free gift of forgiveness that only Jesus offers, it's done, it's complete forever, and you'll never be the same. I pray that you did that. If you did that, sometimes I ask people, raise your hand, even if you're in your bedroom by yourself, just raise your hand so you you can see yourself responding. But lastly, I want to say to our church, I love you. I love you, church. And these are not the easiest times in human history. They're just not. They're hard, difficult times. But take heart. The teachings of Jesus, even in hard times, they're easy. He has made all the provision we need to be his faithful followers. And I pray that you feel encouraged today, that you give yourself a little more credit. Hey, you just watched a whole sermon. That's how invested you are in growing spiritually and being who you're supposed to be, being who God made you to be. I love you, church, and look forward to, I might do a few more sermons like this right in a little bit, and I hope it encourages you and, and sparks some great thoughts and conversation. I'll see you real soon.